0: Thank <laughs>
1: harry and phil and we do this podcast thing where we have a random word thrust upon us from the random word generator that then prompts uh, us to con- 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 converse conversate which is one of a horrible modern word but converse is the word we need uh and debate and discuss and just talk really uh about starting with that word for about half an hour or so and just we just ramble randomly and see where it goes exactly and without we've no guests today wait what what
0: have you noticed what happened what this was the most perfect introduction ever
1: we're getting better but at this we've
0: never had such a perfect introduction th- well done I, yeah, well, <laughs> I shake your hand mr <laughs> thank
1: you very much sir. Yeah, well done. uh yeah well, we're getting better after having 30 more more than 30 episodes i've lost count again Oof. 30 was a long time ago uh we must be approaching 40 uh, anyway, yes, so, without any further nonsense, uh, we'd better press the button. And I'm going to let you press the button today. Thank you. There we go. And the button is telling us, please. Ooh. Mm. So, what does, I'm going to throw it at you, what does, what does please evoke in your mind?
0: Well, thank you very much for asking the question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Can you
1: tell me, please? Uh,
0: please. Hmm. Well, my mind goes two ways. Okay. Either we can go about uh, being polite, mm-hmm. and how some people apparently don't know what that word means, Okay. or we can talk about stuff that makes us, makes us happy, that pleases us.
1: Oh, I see what you mean. Well, I would like to start off with the thing about please and thank you and all that sort of stuff.
0: Okay, let's start about being polite. Now,
1: the polite thing was, I think, the concept of politeness, as in using certain words was my introduction to post-structuralism as a kid. Okay. And you're going to go, wait, what? It is when I realised that you, there are certain words that are added to a conversation that are necessary, but really are a social construction to say that is polite. Politeness is arguably a very much a social construct. There's no such thing as politeness. Oh, definitely. There, there is what is expected of you within certain definitely. social circles. I'm,
0: and, I'm already thinking, I'm sorry, I'm, no. uh, I'm already thinking of uh, burping. Yes. Now, burping is seen generally in Europe countries, yes. at least, mm. I don't know about the rest And Western society, I'd say. I would say, um, as um, something that is rude. Mm. You do not burp, it's rude, you at don't least. do that. No. No. Um, and and if you burp and if like it kind of escaped you, you go, oh, I'm I do apologize, I'm sorry, blah blah blah. Uh, I didn't burp a lot. No, <laughs> uh, I do apologize, sorry. No, it's it's, but, it's uh, Yeah, you've gotten used to it. Well, no, it's. I like, always apologize. But you don't
1: really. I mean, there are. I mean, there are occasions. There
0: are occasions where I don't apologize.
1: No, no, no. I don't mean that. I mean, sometimes it's like being with a walrus.
0: And wow! Then, and then other it's p- <laughs> when I have coke and fizzy pop and, and then, stuff.
1: But even then, I'm, that fine. it's fine. It that happens. The are
0: sensitive stomach.
1: Yeah, no, I know. This is the thing: is that you know you feel that oh, I'm ashamed I have had a uh, you know a gaseous leak due to the intake of certain chemicals. Yes, that's what happens. Yeah. It would be daft if you yeah. didn't. And I think I would worry that you would deliberately try to not have that yeah. and then have some kind of you're feeling
0: bloated or well yeah
1: but yeah. then you would feel less comfortable you could even do yourself an injury mm. if you refused to allow yeah. such you know. well
0: you feel all bloated and not nice and um I had a friend I lived with a friend for about a month or two I can't remember and she was extremely um, uh, how do you go relaxed with the fact of burping because mm. she was like well, I, I'm not keep making my... It's a, something that my body mostly does on its own. Yeah. And I'm at home. I'm in my house. If you're not comfortable with that fact, you are in my house.
1: Well, that's how I feel with so, you here. I mean, you live here, so it would make sense for you to be yeah, able to be however you exactly. want
0: Exactly. Why would you, ex- like, apologise in your own house that you are living in kind of thing? And I was like, fair enough. And so it was pretty, like, nice that at the end of the, I knew that at the end of, like, meals, I can have burps and stuff like that. It's not very sexy, I do apologise, listeners. But there shouldn't be an expectation to be
1: sexy at all times. Exactly.
0: But it's just kind of like, yeah, and I knew that I, I can be a bit bloated, and so I knew that if I was to burp, she wouldn't mind whatsoever. Also, in certain cultures, and I'm thinking about uh, top of Africa, north of Africa, it is very much polite to burp at the end of the you, meal. You're
1: talking about Saudi Arabia and the Arabian type nations, whichever ones they are, I'm not very familiar with them. Uh,
0: Saudi Arabia is not really at the is top of Africa, I don't think so. No, but I, I
1: believe in those countries as well. I could be wrong.
0: Yeah, I'm more thinking of like uh, Algeria and stuff yeah. like that because I know more about those countries.
1: Yeah, I could be wrong. Again, yeah. listeners, uh, Bali means correct us if we're wrong.
0: And, uh, yeah. and, and, and yeah, it was... Uh, even my grandmother... Okay, my father's mother, so my grandmother, bless her soul, uh, she, she was born in Algeria when Algeria was French. And then when she was 30, there was um, the uh, independence war in Algeria and she had to flee to France. But she was very much raised surrounded by French people, but also Algerian people. And so she ended up not really bothered by uh, burping at the end of a meal, and she would herself do it and say something like ''Habnullah'' which uh, I don't know how to translate it because I've never really learned what it means, but it's more like something like, it can mean di- different stuff, but it's more like, it's alright kind of thing. Okay. Or uh, yeah, I I don't know the exact kind of translation, so I do apologize to listeners that uh, speak Arabic and actually know what that means. I have
1: no clue, but, I'm utterly clueless.
0: Well, just like you can say oh uh uh how are you? I'm all right. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Well, alhamdulillah. It's like, well, everything's fine then. Okay. You know, it's like, well, that's cool. But yeah. it's it's it, that's how I understand it, but I'm sure that it actually means something. Um, and you say it when you burp, for some reason.
1: Well, that, kind enough, brings up that this is the, the, for some reason, but there is some form of expectation of certain words that you need to say. And I remember as a kid being told by my mum, "Hello, uh, mum, if you're listening, I don't think you are, but hello, uh, <laughs> um, that you must say please and you must say thank you, Philip, we know. Philip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was thinking, but you, I can understand... It doesn't make any sense to me that there are certain words that you have to put in a sentence to be polite. I can understand you mustn't be aggressive and you mustn't, you know, be annoying. But surely the sentence itself, without the word please at the end, has exactly the same meaning. Similarly, you could say something in a really sarcastic tone and add the word please in a... you know. Mm. And suddenly you're obeying the rules... And you get that sort of teenager thing. Well, I'm doing it, but I'm not really saying it, you know. And, it, and it's quite easy to. And that's where my brain started going. I'm oh,
0: just like, would you shut the f up, please? It will quite. Just like, hmm, <laughs> is it really polite then? Yes, <laughs> well, quite.
1: So you add so certain words are adding this level of politeness, but they're meaningless in themselves because they're not really indicating that you have manners because you can be well spoken and you can genuinely mean you know but if you accidentally forget to say a certain phrase outrageous and i just think that that doesn't seem to i surely authentic genuine emotional connection is much more important than some arbitrary words and phrases that you are being told to say and i get that there is social standards and all the rest of it but that's when my brain started thinking I'm just being told to obey rules without purpose and meaning and I realise that somebody has one day made this stuff up
0: My mum thinks a bit like that When we're home, well, you're asking of each other a whole bunch of stuff through the day As in, you know, pass me the salt, or can you go and do this, or can you, have you, yeah, alright, you know, that kind of stuff Especially when you have kids, have you done your homework? No, can you go and do your homework please? You know oh uh, have you closed the door for the cat yeah i did oh, oh can you go? no i didn't can you go close the door you yeah. know close
1: the door for the cat yeah
0: as in because no because if you open the door and like he wants to come out and no because it's not he's not allowed out because he's shedding or because he's aggressive and so he's a bit punished kind of thing you know oh, okay. no he's not punished but he's a bit aggressive so all the time he calms down is 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 outside is completely fine is pens 80% of his time outside, it is a very happy cat. Don't worry about my cat. It's fine. <laughs> but, um, you know, that kind of stuff Or, oh, the cat is hungry. Can you go and feed the cat, please? And at some point in a day, you ask so many questions in a day or you do so many demands of each other during the day. Yeah. That, you know, at some point, you're a bit fed up of saying please every two seconds. Mm. And my mom, she knows that my sisters, especially my sisters uh, or my stepfather, she knows that they know that she's polite but she won't say please at every single sentence it's more like one in four sentences kind of thing and my stepfather every time my mom asks something if she hasn't said please that time he'll go please please you know And and at some point she goes no I'm in my house if I don't want to say please to my own child I will not. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 like yes mum. <laughs>
1: Quite. I, I just think it's unnecessary. I, I would say though. I mean similarly there are there, there is grammar isn't there and and
0: Oh the whole can I may I think. But yeah
1: and and but I mean oh,
0: can I tell you please? I don't know can you? Oh, it's in, like ugh.
1: No but that's No, Please
0: yeah. I, I will I will We in your class ma'am. <laughs> I will wee right there in one then. I do not care. Yes, but the, <laughs> what,
1: well, there's that as well. But i was just thinking, when I, if I were to learn another language, hmm. then I would need to know the specific, uh, polite ways of saying words and phrases, because otherwise people might get offended. That I, and you just think, surely the important bit is the meaning, not necessarily the way I've managed to achieve that meaning. As long as I'm not coming over in a, you know, wrong way... do you get what I mean? it it just seems an unnecessary hurdle for everybody to agree to say a bunch of words in order to signify but not actually deliver politeness
0: well in French it works uh, you can say can I have this please Mm -hmm. and that's the polite way of saying the sentence but technically it will not sound weird if you say I can have this please Okay. In English, it sounds a bit weird. It but does. in French, it's, it sounds completely normal. But some people might say, it's not the way you ask. It's not the polite way of asking, because you, you're you using a common, familiar way of asking thing. It's like, oh, I can have this, please. Well, no. Because it's like, can I have this? That's not the way you formulate a question. No, this... And it's like,
1: uh See, so the thing that all this talking about please, and, and your language and everything, oh, yes. reminds me of, is... is when you learn "c'est to play and "c'est vous" play, yeah, as in there is again a social construct that you have to use certain phrases; otherwise, it's considered rude. And I have oh, to, okay. at some point along the line, you have to change from "vous" to "tu," and "tu," "tu." It, well, quite "tu," "tu," "tu." Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, it's not going to work, but it's, "tu."
0: Exactly. Right. Like,
1: okay. So, and I, I just think what. Why, why do you bother having a whole duplicate set of words just to be able to indicate that you're friends?
0: <sighs> okay. Essentially. I don't know. I don't understand, to be honest. But to me, as a French person, it is really weird that you don't have a way of addressing people that is formal. As in, you say you. Hello, you. It's like, hello, nice to meet you. Yeah. It's, it. You only have you to refer to anyone that is in front of you, kind of thing. Yes, because
1: like, we're we're all about we're all equal in the UK.
0: Exactly. <laughs> there's <laughs> no, no hierarchy.
1: There's no classes in in not the UK. That's
0: the conversation. <laughs> there are no. Yes. But anyway, uh, classless uh, society.
1: So as I let's believe. say
0: I'm I'm missing I, I'm I'm meeting with someone that I have never seen. Mm-hmm. That is like I don't know, uh, a very important boss or something. Right. Uh, Hello, how are you? Nice to meet you. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. And, you know, and, and, but if you talk to your best mate, you go, oh, how are you? You know, it's the same sentence. You can say, how are you to um, the, the president? Yes. Or the queen. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and you can say you to your best mate. Yes. You know? And it's it's weird to me, because, like, no, <laughs> that's not how it works French. But that's because
1: you've been ingrained in, with in, this idea of separating out yeah. the whole of your people. We
0: have... A, a, all,
1: all people are either your friends or your superiors, or words to that effect.
0: And the worst thing is, is that we don't... It's not even a, speci- a special, uh, extra uh, uh, way of referring to someone. It's vous. Which, technically in French, is the f- second person of the plural. So you have I, you, he, 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 she, it. Yeah, yeah. We, you, and they, them. Okay. This second you is the plural you, as and in you lot. all, you lot.
1: Yes, yeah, so all of you. All of yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uses yeah. and, <laughs> and and. And so, for some reason, we use the second person of the plural. So, you lot, to talk to someone alone in a polite manner.
1: In the sense that we don't know them as an individual, in brackets, yet. So, therefore, we respect them as a complete stranger. I, uh. don't,
0: I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, but it's a thing in France. And it's really weird because sometimes you'll have people abusing that word, abusing the vous-tu separation.
1: How can you abuse that?
0: Because it happens a lot with young people or young adults, hello, uh, when, um, for example, our teachers, for your entire time, uh, may it be, all the way to university, unless the teacher specifically tells you that it's all right to call them tu, you have to call them vu. and there is a huge amount of chance that unless you... Uh, until you arrive to university they will all use TU. So you're, the, you're the, the child, you're the student until university, no, even above university your entire scholar time, uh, studying studying time, you will call your teachers VU. and until university they will all call you tu. So there's a power difference. Yes, yes. You're below them because they talk to you in an informal way. Yeah. And you talk to them in a formal way. Yes. So you are below them. Yeah, that's... And then in university, most of the time, they will talk to you in a formal way too.
1: So they do vu and vu. Vu and vu. Okay.
0: And so there's another type of distanciation, but I think it works. And with the younger teachers, sometimes they're a bit more cool and so, but they have to tell you specifically that it's okay for them, for for you to call them too. Because if you call someone that is, quote unquote, in a position of power towards you, as in teachers, in France, they're very much in a position of power Mm. for some reason. I don't like that, but it's a a fact. well, it's, it's extreme, it's seen as very rude and irres- disrespectful to call a teacher too, unless they said it was okay.
1: Well, we have a similar thing, I mean, I'm sure, but it's not to that extent. I mean, at school, everybody is Mr. or Mrs. or Miss, whatever their surname is. And to, okay. to the extent that we never ever know what their first names are. Oh no! It is very much. A, this is Mrs. You know, the, 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 your your my my geography teacher. We had him the other day. We mentioned him the other day, right? Um, it, Mr. Johnston, right? Yeah. Irish fella. I never ever knew his first name. I, as if I did, I've forgotten it.
0: We know because it's on our report, class report.
1: Oh no! It, it's I, like
0: Miss uh, Miss whatever whatever. Mister, whatever, whatever. It's like full name oh, every it time. It
1: might be, so but, we'll I know, I but we're not
0: allowed to call them that at no. all. It's always Mrs. whatever, and and Mister, whatever.
1: Well, quite. And so, if for instance, I went up to my geography teacher and say, "Yo, Roger, how you doing? How's it hanging?" As as I believe the young people talk.
0: No, they don't. They don't do that. In the eighties, they
1: might have. No, they didn't. Um, anyway, uh, yo groovy daddy, oh, how you hanging? And whatever. Um, anyway, yeah, that. If we talk to somebody in an informal fashion, mm. then absolutely, I mean, it would be it, it'd be for comedy effect. Yeah. But it, uh, uh, oh, hang on. Uh, no, there was a history teacher that we all knew his first name. There's, I can't remember it now, but he was the groovy, cool teacher mm. and he was history and he would be, and I can't remember it, it's too long ago. But yes, yeah, so occasionally there would be people who we knew their first name. Maybe if I think about it hard enough, and and um, I'm going to uh, see if anybody can help out who went to my school, um, uh, they may be able to remember some of these people. Maybe we did it know the first matter. name. But the point is, we're not allowed to do that in the same way yeah. that you can't do the chief. But at no point did they no, ever say, no, hey, never. you can call me by my first name.
0: Well, okay, but how would they refer to you? Oh, would absolutely. you be Mr. Stewart? No, 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 no. No, you're Philip.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay. Because every teacher would do that too. We, like, we call them in a formal way. They talk to us in an informal. We call them Mr. Whatever. Exactly. And they call us by our first name. Okay. When I went to high school, so between my... Me being 16 and 18, I'm saying because I know it's not the same in England. Um, so between 16 and 18, I had this ph- uh, physics teacher like chemistry and physics teacher and i loved that teacher it was the best teacher ever i really loved that teacher um one day he wrote we had like little um uh, experiment like reports to do mm-hmm. and it was like you, you were t- two w- we were two people and we had a little experiment and we had to put like the report of the experiment blah blah, blah. And it was a little chill kind of thing and When doing the experiment, I was talking about the fact that I was watching uh, someone on YouTube uh, playing Skyrim and that I loved it because he was at this point of the story, blah blah blah, and he was really cool. And the teacher, he was kind of like walking around the class to see if everyone was doing the right thing and everything. And he stops in front of my, my table and he goes, You play Skyrim? And I went, um, yeah, sorry, I was talking. I'm, I'm going back to the experiment. When I mean, oh no no no, I love Skyrim. It's really cool. I like that game. It's my son that told me about the game, and now I love it. I was like, you play Skyrim? You know, it's a bit weird to think of an adult play uh, play Skyrim. I uh, was well, like, oh, I love it.
1: No, no. I, 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 before you I did, I hold that thought, at uni, one of my uh, lecture uh, lecturers. Uh, we did a, we're doing a science fiction module, and he was—he's very much into his video games. Yeah, and and you just think, but you're a lecturer. You're meant to indicate some form of, like you say, uh, authority and stuff. I mean, we don't refer to them by their—you mm. know—they are first name people. Um, although when you email them first, I always. I, if I've never actually spoken to them, I do refer to them as their yeah, like, dear yeah, professor. What's his name? Good,
0: names. good. Pr- first yeah. impression.
1: But after that, then yeah, yo, Fred, or whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, but what I'm saying is yes, that that happens at uni, mm-hmm. and 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 he was very much like oh yes, uh, we're playing what's it called that cyberpunk one, and he he, mm-hmm. he 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 spent all weekend playing it, and it was absolutely awesome, and you just think. But you're coming down to the, the, the young person's level. Are you not supposed to indicate some form of authority? Yeah. But no, in the same way, I think... Wisdom was, and well, authority. Yeah, yeah. And, and, this, and, and, and superiority. But at the same time, I think I quite like this we're all together trying to work out stuff.
0: I think we forget that they're human. It's Basically, humans. yes. You know? And anyway, so he says that, and I'm like, oh, that's fun. And and then he talks to us about the experiment, how is it going, we explain blah, blah. blah. And then the next week, because we only had like two hours a week or something like that, the next week he ends out the uh, graded um, uh, the grades on the reports and everything. Blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't really a graded kind of thing, but uh, it was more like it, it, I think it wasn't going to be on the report. It was more like to know how we're doing as a student kind of thing, uh, know where we where we at, and um, I think I had a pretty cool, uh, I think I had like seven, like nine, nine to ten or something like that. Okay. And he wrote in uh, Draconian. Oh, wow. Well, the the language of the dragons in, uh, I don't, I can't remember how it's called anymore. But in the runes of the language of the uh, dragon words in Skyrim, he wrote well, (laughs) which is bien in French. He went to, I mean, that means, that means that he went on the internet, went to get the alphabet of the runes of how to write in Dragon language of Skyrim, and wrote well, on my, on my actual piece of work for school. And I was like, that is so cool. <laughs> and another reason as to why I love that, that teacher, first, he was really funny and sassy. Nice.
1: Right.
0: Second... We would refer to him as vous and as Mr. whatever. Yeah. He would refer to us as vous and Mr. and Mrs. whatever. I like that. He would call us by our family name. We would be Mr. whatever, Mrs. whatever. And so we would be on an equal level Mm. of, you know. And that's why this teacher ended up being most of us, uh, most of the students' favorite teacher. Because he treated you as an equal. Mm. He he, very like the first time we had ever classes with him, he said, "You will, you will, uh, uh, end up thinking like you will end up um, picking up that I talk to you the way you talk to me."
1: Yeah, but I, I, I and that
0: doesn't mean that you can call me whatever his first name was. No, no, no. That no. just means that we're equal. We keep a respect, mm. but we can have fun. But keep a respect. Keep it normal. If you aggress me, I'll. Uh, if you uh, aggress me, harass me. If you, if you're vi- if you're aggressive towards me, right, I will be aggressive towards you. So let's keep it nice. Yeah. And then everybody's happy. What? And he was so nice and funny and caring. I fainted in his arms one time.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you want to explain that one? But
0: basically, it was uh, towards the time that we were we had to move. Um, I I spent most of, a good chunk of my time uh, in middle school and high school uh, in um, the south of France and the thing is, I had just, it was very late first year of high school, it's three years uh, first year of high school, late first year of high school I was uh, told by my mum and stepdad that we had to move near Paris for the next year and I was devastated because I loved my teachers, I loved my friends, and I I was near my friends, and uh, I was used to move a lot when I was very young, and I didn't want to experience that again, and so it was really really hard for me, and I would have panic attacks at the idea of moving, and so uh, one day we're in physics, and I'm sitting on my desk and a desk, and I can feel it coming, and I'm trying to calm down. Because he's like uh, projecting something on the wall and teaching us stuff about plants or whatever. And uh, not plants, soil or whatever. I can't remember. Anyway, something about physics. And um, we're like, and I'm sitting there on my desk and we're in the dark and I'm trying to breathe and I can't calm down and, and, and I'm trying to keep it in because it's a class of 30 something, like 31 people or something. And most of them don't really like me, because I'm the geeky, nerdy, loud person that is way too friendly with the teachers, you know, because I like the teachers. And anyway, and so, and I'm trying to calm down, I'm trying to calm down, and there's that girl that was, uh, we were in middle school together, but we didn't really like each other, but we were kind of okay with each other anyway, and she sees that I'm not okay, and she goes, you're right, and I goes no, but it's okay. Don't worry, I'm all right. Don't, 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 don't do anything. I'm fine. I'll be fine. She goes, okay. Tell me if if something's wrong. And so I'm trying to calm down, and I can't calm down. And I some point you go, Do you want me to say something to the teacher? And I go, and and I could see that I couldn't calm down, so I shook my head yes. And and so she like no, raised her hand and, and no, yeah, nod my... Oh, anyway...
1: So, no, I made sure I understood the...
0: Nodded my head, yes. I gestured to her, gestured to her that I okay. wanted her to say something to the teacher. In a positive fashion. Yes. In a positive fashion. And so she raised her hand, she said, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I think uh, um, um, Harry needs to go out. And so uh, he went, are you all right, m- uh, m- m- Mrs. Whatever? And I would go, um, n- n- no, not really. And because, you know, I'm shaking and I can't really talk... It was really hard for me to respond to this question. He goes, do you want to go in the hallway? And, and so I, I said, I know yes. And I stood up, but I was so shaky that I just kind of stood up and stayed there. And it came very quickly towards me and he was like, do you need help? I said, I'll be fine, and I did two steps, fell into his arms, (laughs) and he had to kind of carry me outside, (laughs) in a hug position kind of thing, and kind of like carry me outside, because I was just like completely freaking out. And
1: meanwhile, the rest of the class were playing strings, going, and you were being all looked after by a romantic leading male. No, no.
0: I guess (laughs) I was also underage. Oh, nice because I was like 15 or 16, and he was very much like almost 50.
1: (laughs) Saying nothing. Right, anyway, um, the other (laughs) thing, what I'm going to do is also lead that over to the other thing you were talking about, was the other definition of please, you were saying about things that please you. Oh,
0: stuff that make you happy and pleases you. Yes. Food.
1: Yeah. Yes, ple- food pleases you very much. Yes. Yes, it does.
0: So it makes me happy in my tummy. <laughs> <laughs> and happy in my heart and in my head. Right. <laughs> I love food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is,
1: is that as far as that conversation is going to go? All kinds of food? Are the foods that you do not... I mean, is it... What, I,
0: Brussels sprouts. Right. They're evil. Yes, they are. They want to eat your soul.
1: Yeah, I can't disagree with that at all. The
0: Brussels sprouts, you, you don't eat Brussels sprouts, the Brussels sprouts eat you. Right. And rotten you from inside. <laughs> Evil stuff.
1: I Well, at Christmas I will have a singular Brussels sprout. In you, fa-
0: you didn't uh, this no, year. No, we designed. bought it. We, come, we bought one single Brussels sprout. Yes. Because you were, oh, the tradition and whatever. And then we never made it and it rotted. It rot in the fridge. Yeah, and we had two fridges in the bin. Yeah, <laughs> but that's yeah, so I, I,
1: I, I, because it's traditional to have Brussels sprouts, and I try to tolerate traditions, and I so I try to have one. And if I'm at some form of hurt, hurt social gathering, uh, which never happens, um, uh, so uh, yeah, this episode is not sponsored by Brussels sprouts, and no Brussels sprout manufacturers, you are not allowed to send us any. Um, so, uh, uh, anyway, um, yes. So, uh,
0: food makes me food happy. Food makes you
1: happy. So this is the thing I wanted to say is, I honestly don't know what pleases me. It's really mad. It sounds like a, I know it when I'm happy. I, I know it when we I'm... We
0: had, um, a uh, uh, laughter fit yesterday. Yeah, 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 I think? know.
1: Yes, I know that. I'm not saying I'm never happy. I'm not miserable git. I'm saying that... I couldn't work it out and say, I'm going to do these things that make me happy. What I tend to do is I do things that I think need doing or might help me in the future. or And it's always work-related. And it's very rarely do I get the opportunity to think, I'm just going to do something because it makes me happy.
0: We're watching The Lord of the Rings behind the scenes lately and you seem happy when we do that. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it, but it's... Uh, it's not that I'm never happy, but I wouldn't say to myself in advance, "Hmm, what am I going to do today that will make me happy?" And I think that's a mistake. I think, as 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 Dale Cooper once said, right? Once a day, Dale Cooper's from Twin Peaks, by the way, folks. Uh, uh, TV show, nineties, and then recently come back. Very, very good. Watch it. And no, this episode is not sponsored by Twin Peaks. But if 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 they want to send me. Twin Peaks, again, I've got it on various formats, but I don't care, <laughs> gimme give gimme give gimme, give I'm digressing anyway, the thing in Twin Peaks the thing that Dale Cooper, who is the lead, said uh, once a day every day give yourself a present and I think it's a real. it doesn't matter how big or small that present is just, even if it's just five minutes not working, just having a nice cup of coffee, just enjoying the moment, anything small, that is for you Mm. and gives you pleasure Mm. just do that every day and it's a brilliant philosophy and I've never forgotten it I very rarely apply it but I do think it is something that we should all do Mm. um and it doesn't have to be extravagant like I say but it's it's basically saying self-care and I think that in these busy world busy lives that we have and I've got a particularly busy one because obviously I'm trying to do uh a degree. degree and I've got various mad levels of projects that I'm always on the go of you know I'm I can't remember when I was up to date on all of the things that I'm trying to do the idea of a holiday or a break just does not work in my brain I've mm. always got backlog and I feel stressed because the uh, if I have a couple of you know if I have a couple of hours off I mean I'm trying to get better mm. but the idea of taking some time out to chill uh, used to be a really, really hard thing to do. I
0: have a question. Go on. Once your degree is finished,
1: mm-hmm. so
0: basically June-ish,
1: Ish. assuming I get everything done in time, Ish. which is unlikely.
0: Anyway, in July you'll be done.
1: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully.
0: Don't make this hard. Go on. Anyway. When it's done. When it's done. And we were talking about eventually, if possible, if Mr. Johnson, yes, yes, that's his name, if Mr. Johnson uh, lets us, we would like to go to the south of France to see my family. Uh,
1: but yes, I would very yeah. much enjoy that, Okay, I think. Well, no, actually, no, I, I'm terrified by that prospect. I know
0: you're terrified. But the
1: south of France sounds very nice.
0: <laughs> yes. But <laughs> what I mean is, um, uh, what do I mean? I don't know. Oh, yeah. how How are you going to cope... Even if we take the fact that you're terrified of meeting my family, you don't have to meet my family. But what I mean is, when we go to South France, you know...
1: How am I going to cope with nothing to do? How are you
0: going to cope with having nothing to do? Because you won't have a degree anymore to, like, stress you out and have a thousand stuff at the same time to do and blah, blah, blah.
1: I will find ways to fill the void. That's... I mean, it is... My brain is constantly in need of things to do. Because I go mad thinking, I've forgotten the thing I'm supposed to be doing. Or, or if I don't have something to do, I'm ultimately there's no point in me. It is, that, it, is, it is that fundamental. Now, if I can have myself a break and it's intentional and it's I'm recharging my batteries, that's okay. Like when we stop for lunch or when we watch Lord of the Rings or what have you, that is, okay, I am choosing to have a break. I did used to not be able to do this, I would like to point out. And it is only really you that's really helped with this. Hello. Yeah, well, you're very good at taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: very good at not stopping from taking a break, really. Well,
1: but what I mean is between us, we get a good balance. Between yes, my stress and you that...
0: You push me to work a bit harder and I push you to chill.
1: Exactly. So the balance is really good. Mm. But what I'm saying is that, yeah... Up t- um, uh, if i'm if i'm taking an intentional break and i'm recharging my batteries that's fine because i know that when i'm finished this and i it is i know that i can be watching the clock going i will have a break for an hour and then if I, if we've overrun i will be stressed that i've yeah. had an hour and a half oh hell i should have been working for the last half an hour yeah and it's a really bad attitude to have but it's, it's a really unnecessary. You need to
0: rest for as long as you need to rest. Because if you rest just because you said, oh, I'm going to rest 10 minutes, even if even though I need to rest for half an hour, because I said I needed to rest for 10 minutes. And then, no, if you need to rest for, and, and you know, if you need to rest for, like, 30 minutes or an hour, and not 10 minutes just because you said 10 minutes, you should rest for as long as you need to rest. Well,
1: I, I have been advised, as... So from somebody who knows me really well and knows all of the stuff that I've been doing for the last few years, that after I've submitted my dissertation, I should literally take a month off. Yes. And and, and I'm thinking...
0: A what? A, <laughs>
1: a day off is hard enough. I find a whole day, if I've not done something in a day...
0: Oh, I know. I, remember I, tr- I tried to make Sunday a thing. Yeah. And it never caught. No, but that's only. It big... caught for once, one, two, two Sundays. It caught. It, it, and then the third one, you almost had a mental breakdown, <laughs> thinking, "We're going to sit down and just do nothing. Is that what's happening?"
1: But see now, the thing, the the issue with that is because I am, I have got strict deadlines that I do need to make no, sure. I, I meet. can
0: understand. It's really hard
1: when those deadlines. When I feel confident that I can meet those deadlines with the time, that without that Sunday if that makes sense. Yeah. So if you imagine, I've got work to do that I think I could do in the six days of a week, then I will be able to relax. But at the moment, I feel I can't do it in ten days in a yeah, week. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it that level of I've got I to know. work extra hours just to keep up. Once I've got to myself to a point where I'm thinking, you know what, this is doable, I will hit deadline, then I can have that rest day again.
0: And then we can play Skyrim again. I haven't played Skyrim in ages.
1: You're very welcome to play Skyrim.
0: Yeah, but it's not fun when I'm here alone. No, 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 I'm going to
1: sit here and do bits and bolts. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Yay. And on that bombshell, <laughs> we're going to go and play Skyrim. That's the exciting bombshell, I think, for this episode. That was...
0: You have, a, you have a meeting in an hour. We can't go and play Skyrim.
1: No, I mean, at some point we will play Skyrim. That is the decision we have made. Ah. That is how dynamic we are. This podcast has enabled a future playing of Skyrim once again. Uh, but it does mean we won't be able to play Watch Lord of the Rings. Y- see? You can't have it both ways. Because <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings goes on for hours. Mm-hmm. you got to pick and choose and prioritise. Mm-hmm. It's tricky, isn't it? You can't do both at the same time. I'm sure if you could work out a way of doing it. You could alternate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There are ways. Mm-hmm. Right? But... Whatever, but you. What I'm so-
0: anyway, we'll find things. We will
1: find a solution. But the point is, we will spend time playing games and doing stuff of an evening. I'm, I'm quite happy watching you play those sort of things. Um, but as it's kind of good halfway house for me because I know you're relaxing and I can relax watching you relax, and therefore I'm relaxing, but also working at the same time. Yeah, I As long as the work isn't so taxing that I have to concentrate too hard. So you know, I'm wor- I'm working on this. I'm working on this.
0: Yeah, I'm and proud I- of you. Yeah, thank you
1: very much. Um, well, I do hope this therapy session has been helpful for everybody listening. <laughs> um, and if anybody else is a bit of a workaholic like me, then I really strongly recommend trying to just chill. Um, uh, but anyway, so that was...
0: Can I have a word? Uh,
1: we are on every single podcast platform known to the great god Mbugi, uh, as well as all the other gods that exist um, that they know about other podcast platforms.
0: What are you talking
1: out of clue. If we're not
0: on a platform that you like yes. please send us a message to tell us about it and yes. we'll try to get on this one if you want to leave us a review it's very much appreciated and subscribe to uh, whatever platform yeah. to us on whatever platform you're listening Absolutely, to but, um, and and leave us comments yes and stuff like that and also if you want to be a guest send yes. us a message at
1: can I have a reply?
0: On Facebook and Twitter. That's right. And we'll make sure to answer you.
1: That's very good. Yes, we do. we very chatty kind of people. Yes. I think that's basically all the gubbins. Yes. So uh, thank you very much for listening and bye. bye.